The following program is intended for mature audiences. Warmest aloha, sir. Hey, Holly. Hi. Holly to you, too. He's so Holly, he doesn't even know he's Holly. I'm tempted to say menehune. Like Hawaiian leprechauns. <laughs> or chipmunks or something. What's wrong with that turtle? He has lung problems because he smoked too much turtle weed, which is bad for you, right, Ola? Hawaii has a big future. I, I, I want to become a part of it. I know every angel of these islands. I'm like a good tourist guy. What we're about to say. She were on a mission. Trying to find a way. If you and me make a guarantee.
Welcome to Living the Aloha Life, podcasting Pono on the 808. I'm Wade the Poor Man Fishman. I'm Wes the Fire. Look like <laughs> <laughs> Wes, you're back, bro. Hey, yeah, I'm back. I'm, I'm here on the island. I've been away for a while, and you know, I just like to show up and. There's some exciting you. stuff going on in your life. What since, has been happening lately since from the last, last time we talked? <laughs> Well, um, I've been around the world a couple times. No, just <laughs> just halfway around the world. Um, yeah, you know, I, I last time we talked, um, last time we talked, I was on my way to basically on my way to LA. Yeah, you know, wrapping up a couple of things here, yeah. and um, I was going to take some new adventures out there. And yeah, you know, it's, you did a little traveling around. A little travel, yeah. So I, I kind of, you know, I shipped all my stuff. I was ready to go. It's kind yeah. of like a, a closing to a chapter for me. Right. Um, shipped my car. And I was going on this trip, and I went down to Tahiti. I, I went to Rapa Nui, which Easter Island. Bro, we getting all this cash. <laughs> <laughs> you, you must, you must know people, dude. Hey, That's the only way you can do these types of things. Well, you, you know, you know the term "go for broke." Dude, you know a lot of people are doing that today. You know, that's <laughs> what, a, what do you got to lose? I said, I said, you know what? I got one last hoorah and then yeah. you know, one last shebang, and yeah. and um and then I figured, you know, I'd put it on a credit card and I'd get right back to work. You did not fucking do that, did you? <laughs> I you mean, crazy it, bastard. It wasn't it wasn't as expensive as you'd think if you. I, I was staying in hostels. Yeah. I got cheap flights. Oh right, like, right. Okay, I, that makes sense. I, I was going real poor man. Yeah. Okay, that's the way to do it, man. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Getting around on a bike. And, yeah, it was. I was roughing it. I yeah, that's awesome. It. But hey, man, that's life. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. I would love to do that. Yeah, carpe diem. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about like your, your, where were you when you got this big call, dude? I was in um, Santiago, Chile. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. I was taking the long way home to What's LA. What's Chile like? You know, it, from the part, it, it's it's one of those countries that's really split between the rich and the poor. Yeah. Um, it sounds like Hawaii a little bit. Yeah, except a li- I, I would I think a little worse, you know. It, yeah. Um, just in the the it's being so dramatic and and so like kind of keeping keeping the poor so separated. I mean, in a sense, it, it kind you of, saw this. For, I mean, you were seeing this. Yeah. You could say, yeah, look at this. This is like separation. Look at this. Oh yeah, you're seeing you know communities built out of um, pallets. And, oh my god. Uh, yeah. Just and. And it's they're right by the rivers, and and from what I was told is, they get wiped out during storms, and they yeah. have, they just rebuild. Yeah, so it's kind of happening everywhere, though, huh? Huh? You know, I, it's unfortunately it's like that. That seems to be um, the new norm. Yeah, especially especially in countries where where there's that um, that distinct separation, you know, yeah. from from the the two classes where they have nothing to do with each other. So there's no. Not that there's no compassion, but from from what I saw, you don't have to give too much. You don't have to see it too much. Um, you can, out of sight, easy, out of mind. It's easy to ignore. Yeah, that's too bad, man. But other than that, how was the food? <laughs> the food, I, I love it. I, I love trying new foods. Um, so the chili was good. The chili. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you know what was really good was yeah, their, yeah, was yeah. their fish. They the had, fish, really? Because I went to the fish market yeah, in downtown yeah. Santiago and. There's just just so much of it. So that's the culture right there. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So you're in Chile, and this crazy shit happens. In Chile, I get the call saying, and this is. Let me remind you of. Yeah. of give me a little. I'll give you a little backstory. Yeah, sure. Yeah, go ahead. Um, July of 2018. Yeah. I got an email saying, "Hey, we want we want to submit you for this role." Yeah. And is this before or after the second Jumanji? 
um, before. Long okay. Long. This is this is uh, last summer. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so I got this call. It was exciting. They're, they said, you know, the, there's this project we want we want you to submit. Um, yeah. And so I, you know, I submitted my stuff. The casting director was all excited, you know, telling me, I think this is the one for you. I think okay. we're gonna, we're going to get this one. Cool. I didn't hear anything for a month. Okay, you know, from my my attitude is uh, I let it go, and it's gone, and I I try not to think about it. Yeah. Um, but I got another call saying, okay, the director they want to bring you in. They want you to read. All right. And um, and so I go I go to this thing. I read. I give it everything I have. Forget about it. That was probably that was August September. Okay. Hadn't heard anything for November December like three three and a half months i hadn't heard anything yeah obviously i didn't get the part obviously i assumed wrong (laughs) (laughs) you never know dude right you never know you you pack all your stuff you you ship everything you're giving up on that one time to move on to the next yeah exactly that's the attitude you have to uh, at least i've adopted Yeah, yeah yeah and as i'm on this trip i'm heading out and i get this call it says you better be here you have like a couple days to get here and you're in chile you have to go from chile to where (laughs) i went from chile um to Texas, from Texas to LA, from LA to Hawaii, from Hawaii to Kauai. Oh my God! <laughs> and damn. Yeah, it was it was a trip. I was. <laughs> That's was, crazy, man. Oh, it was nuts. And, but and this was for what? This was for Hobbs and Shaw. And this is like coming out in a couple of months. They just released the trailer. Yeah, so it's a spinoff of Bro, Fast you're and in Furious. It. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I wasn't gonna say I wasn't gonna say anything. I was gonna hold off on saying stuff because yeah. You know, you never know when you like we talked about last time. Right, you can get cut out of these things. Yeah, and then you're like, oh wow, whoops. <laughs> yeah, and then it, all of a sudden I started getting texts and messages. Hey, you're in the trailer. You're in yeah, the trailer. Yeah, and um, you know that that kind of thing. I mean, I mean, I don't like to count my chickens before they hatch. Yeah, but that that sort of thing changes things. You yeah, know? It yeah, changes yeah. the game and puts you on a different map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now you're recognizable. Now, oh, that guy. You know. Yeah, yeah. So. So how much? How, how, I mean, estimation. Like, how much screen time you think you got in that one? Like, you, we don't know because we haven't seen the movie yet. But Absolutely no clue. I can you tell you no how much clue. screen time I got in the trailer. How, how, <laughs> how long? How long did you? How long did you film for? We film. I filmed for five weeks. For five weeks. Yeah. So what? Damn. I, what I was doing on the film. Um, so I actually auditioned to be the brother of the main character of Dwayne Johnson. Really? Okay. Um, so they had me a read for this and. They ended up going a different direction with some way more famous people. Okay. Um, AKA The Rock's cousin, um, Roman Reigns, Cliff, right. Cliff the, Curtis, the wrestler. John Tui, yeah. Yeah. And um, all this is already information that's yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah, um, But so they, they brought me on and um, they, they made me part of the family. All right. And, um, and the, way that, the way that I got hired, it wasn't, um, it wasn't what I'm normally used to. Normally it's an acting part. Yeah. You sign an acting contract, you have a couple lines, you, you go in for a couple of days and you're done. Yeah. This one was different. This one they had me on a stunt contract. Yeah. Um, because we were doing lots of fighting, you know, lots of, um, just lots of getting slammed around and yeah. doing, doing dangerous stuff and um, driving. I was driving some cars and that was pretty cool to say that oh, cool. part of the Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah, uh, I, was, I was one of the stunt <laughs> drivers. And, you know, the, that's awesome. Prop, Props to all the, the the big stunt drivers on that movie. They they were amazing. Yeah. Um, my stunts were were very minimal in the car. Okay. Um, but I mean, five weeks of doing stunts. We were training when we weren't filming. We were training. Um, we were just nonstop with it, and it was 
just one of the best experiences I've ever had. So the the experience of from what I've seen from it, obviously, it looks like the uh, Dwayne Johnson and uh, what's his name, Stam, Stam, what's his name, Stam, Jason, Jason. Statham. Did you meet him? Oh yeah. Oh cool. Yeah. So these guys went to supposedly they're going to his hometown of uh, his homeland of Samoa. Yeah, they're going to Samoa. And he hangs out with auntie which is his mom right and mm-hmm. supposed to have big guns and everything there's no guns there's, there's the old polynesian weapons yeah so, so did you guys get a hold of those things oh yeah that's Are these legit I... were they created were they made for the movie talk about that because because those things is are sick yeah i mean they they really did a good job at um at sticking to you know they got real weapons and they um that were from from samoa yeah you know, le- lended to um lended to the property are there names for those weapons you know, the, I'm there's, sure there's this particular name. I know are, there is. Yeah, because we it actually had a variety of them. Okay, cool. And um, I the would, rock picks the biggest one. Of course, he gets, he gets the biggest. <laughs> one. He's probably only like can hold it. Nobody else, <laughs> nobody else touches that one. That was that was his. Um, yeah, there, there there are there are names for him. I wish I wish I was more knowledgeable yeah, on that. But yeah. um, but they were yeah they 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 were the real deal. You know, yeah. like they they were shaped they were shaped after. What did you end up with? I ended up. Oh, the people—they were so mad when they what, saw really? me. Really? <laughs> Why? Because I had because everybody had um, one nice one, you know, yeah. a big, a big, um, yeah. big club or yeah. big this and that, and um, you know, I decided to take it upon myself to give myself two axes. <laughs> <laughs> and so oh, that's sweet. The only person with two of them. And really? I was swinging them around. Oh, and, that's awesome. Yeah, it was just. I I, I was. I don't know, as did far they as, have? Did they have weight to them? Were they made out of wood? Were they more? F- fakeish it was um so in the inside it was hard um okay hard like a kind of like a um like a pbc pipe but, but the outside were more like a foamish exactly because obviously you're going to be hitting someone obviously yeah we're, we're and knocking. you know what a lot of people don't know these things yeah yeah exactly. you know yeah we um yeah we we are actually hitting each other with these things and it really does hurt man <laughs> but but it is padded you know it yeah, is yeah it, there is um i can't imagine getting hit by a real one of those Oh, oh god, my god, it'd be just brutal. Yeah, you'd be done. <laughs> I mean, when I was looking at that, you know, just just within, you know, in the the trailer, like I think they actually battled in the trailer for maybe 5 to they seven. They gave you a little taste. Yeah, yeah, they gave you a little taste. I saw that I'm like, we're witnessing I mean, on such a small scale compared to what they're going to do in the king. Oh my god, I was like, this is I was I got chicken skin just from watching that scene. You know, the, with you guys, what are they going to do with the king? It's going to be unbelievable. You know, while we were filming, we had this big, um, you know, you, you you see the rock in the trailer when he goes up and he screams and yeah, he's just so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I told him after the scene, he he gets up on the car and he's all you know bare chest and all this stuff and I, and um, you know, when you're working, you don't you don't really go up to you speak speak when spoken to is okay. is the you know general especially when dealing with big stars like that yeah yeah but after this one scene I, I i went up to the rock and something inside me was just like i just got to tell him this and and i told him i said they call him dj you know dwayne yeah. johnson yeah i said dj you know after seeing that like i just cannot wait till you play the king you yeah. know until you play kamehameha and um i said you're, you're gonna make history yeah and um and that was just from the heart i was just like he he is a star right now. He is that guy. Yeah, yeah. And um, how is he like? Um, I imagine this is the most time you got with him. Mm-hmm, then, because mm-hmm. you previously he was in Jumanji. So did you even see him during that filming? I did. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but but oh. here you've had more time with him. Yeah, on Jumanji, I think I had two or three days with him. Okay, and how about this time? Um, this time we have um, 
think probably I was there for five weeks. He was probably working with him for four. Wow, really? Yeah. yeah. Is he is he humble guy? Is he a sweet guy? Is he a funny guy? Like, do you know anything about him that you didn't know before? Um, something they didn't know before. Well, his family came. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, I got to see his family. His mom. He never. You never see his family. Yeah, not not yeah. too much. And yeah. it's probably you know you you want to keep your family like right. you don't want to expose them yeah, to so much of this. But um, yeah, his mom was there. She was really you know very sweet. His daughter um, and his wife and. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, so that, that was cool. And um, and how about his cousin there, uh, Reigns there, whatever? Did you end up Roman chit-chatting Reigns. with him? Yeah, Roman Reigns. Because um, you know, do you know anything about him? He's had some problems, man. He's been through some shit. Yeah, yeah. He, I um, mean, how's he doing? He was de- he was dealing with his health, you know, at, really? at the time. Really? Still? And, um, yeah, while we were shooting, it was it was still going on. And, wow. And um, But, you know, after after we finished shooting, a couple maybe a couple weeks after, I guess he got his test results back. and um, Gone, or it's negative, it's, it's not showing. Yeah, it's not showing right now. So, yeah. I mean, I think he might go back to the ring, which was, that was the big thing for him. Yeah, because he's had a chill out. I mean, he's, he's gotten a lot smaller since he, you know, he hasn't been able to get to the gym all the time and everything. And he was a huge guy. Yeah. So, I mean, I always thought this guy's going to be something. He's going to get into film, too. Yeah, you know, and now, now Rob Gronkowski, you know that guy? He he was the he was the tight end for the Patriots. He's six seven, but he's gonna get into movies now. Oh yeah, yeah. So you, maybe you'll a, you'll run into that guy one day. <laughs> it's a good route, especially um, yeah. on the stunt side. Because then both of them played football before. Both of those guys, mm-hmm. The Rock and his his cousin. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. And it's a good it's a good um it's a good avenue for definitely people in sports and people um who were just athletic, you know, to go into stunts and you know especially that more, the more action side of acting. Yeah. Um, because you're already athletes, you can already take these big hits and stuff, and it's just kind of a natural transition for some people who who aren't afraid to be on camera. Yeah, that's awesome, yeah. man. I'm so excited for you. No, thank you. Can't wait to see you kick some ass. <laughs> well, I don't. No, no spoiler <laughs> alerts, but um, I was definitely the one taking the beatings. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they definitely got their money. So you don't want to say what happened to your character then. Uh, I mean, you'll you'll see. I don't we'll know. See. Who we'll knows see how they're going to be in there? Yeah, right. You'll see, we'll how, you, see how, how they, they cut, cut it. it. But um, so, was there any talk about uh, the king on while you guys were doing that stuff? But no, that wasn't even on anybody's mind. Um, just small talk. You know, just small talk. Uh, definitely among the boys. You know, yeah. all the because a lot of the boys that were getting opportunities to work on this thing were all thinking about the king because a lot of us came from yeah. da- um, Polynesian yeah. dancing backgrounds and stuff like in that. So you guys were all probably thinking, you know. Are we going to be in that? We have to be in you that. You have to be in that. Be yeah, in I that. mean, I assume all you guys are going to be in that. We'll see. I mean... And what's his name? I wonder if what's his name is going to be in it. Um, Momoa. Jason Momoa. I yeah, mean, any talk of Jason? <laughs> no, I mean, you don't really bring up other stars. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's like you're with a girlfriend. You don't bring up your ex <laughs> or like, you don't bring up other chick like... Oh, so what do you think about that chick? <laughs> but with, with no, stars, I, hear you, I hear what you're saying. You know what I I'm mean? just trying to get any details I can, man. I'm trying to like get any deal, yeah, details the, I the can. Yeah, the scoop, the scoop. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's great, man. So you had you had fun. It was a, it was a great part of your career. Oh yeah, I mean, it, it seems just, like it's just getting better, slowly but surely. Slowly but surely, yeah. It's it just, seems like it's a long process, man. I get a lot of questions to ask you about these types of things too. Oh, so yeah, we'll get yeah, into that. Shoot, yeah. Um, so what's going on with this Tahitian thing you were talking about? Oh, so I just um, I just finished this uh, Tahitian. It's a it's a dance show. Yeah. It's um it's made by a, a Tahitian director. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a French French Tahitian mix. You yeah. Know? And it's kind of a mix between traditional Tahitian dancing and um, modern contemporary music. Yeah. And so we actually they they've been shooting these all around the world. They shot some 
definitely started in Tahiti. Mm-hmm. Um, they shot some in France, shot some in Japan, shot some all over the world. And um, they reached out to me and said they want to do an episode with me in Los Angeles. And I was out there at the time. Yeah. And um, we kind of did this cool um, concept. It was like, I don't know if you've seen the movie La La Land with Emma Stone yep. and, mm-hmm. and um, Ryan Gosling. Yeah. So we did um, a scene. We took a scene from that movie where they're da- where they're dancing with the view in the back mm-hmm. after this um, after they leave that jazz bar, um, and so we took that scene uh, and we kind of used it as inspiration and used the movement that they were doing and changed it more into Tahitian dance. Oh, you know, cool, used cool. traditional dance moves instead of these dance moves that yeah. they were using. And um, and honestly, I wasn't sure I was going to turn out, but I just just today I got a, a a link to the video, which hasn't been released. Got a taste of it. Yeah, I got a, I got a taste. How's it of looking? It. I was I was impressed. I was okay, right on. You know, and just with the just with the concept of it, you know, yeah. it, was, it was very original and it, yeah, it yeah. all kind of came together. So what's going to come of that now? Um, you know, it just for what it really did for yeah. me is show me that that I don't have to choose between cinema and dancing, you know, okay. th- there is, there, there are opportunities when they come together and, the, and yeah. you can actually, I can combine my two passions. Yeah. You can do a couple of the different things. Yeah. So, um, cause I, cause I know a lot of people do movies and they do theater. Yeah. So yeah. you have, you have, and maybe you do maybe a coconut commercial one day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the dancing and it just, it, it opened up a thing and said, you know what? This is what I love to do. And yeah. I'm gonna, uh, even if um, even if it's just my side thing away from the movies and stuff, it's it's kind of something that gives me life. Yeah, yeah. which is awesome, man. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to listen to uh, Wes <laughs> do an awesome ad for 808 Cleanups. All right, be right back. Hawaii is one of the most beautiful places on Earth, and 808 Cleanup intends on keeping it that way. The 501c3 environmental nonprofit's main mission is restoring Hawaii's natural beauty for its local community and visitors. 808 Cleanup empowers volunteers to conduct decentralized cleanups through the Adopt a Site campaign, responding to littering and vandalism of Hawaii's natural spaces, tagging and graffiti removal, saving Hawaii's indigenous ecosystem, and building sustainable solutions with local communities and nonprofit partners. If you love Hawaii and wish for its beauty to remain for generations to come, Consider donating to a great cause and supporting 808 Cleanup's mission to keep Hawaii clean from Mauka to Makai at 808cleanups.org. <laughs> All right, we're back. God, you have a sexy voice. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Wade. I appreciate it. That only took you a couple of tries and you nailed it. Yeah. You're awesome. Thanks, man. Thank you. <laughs> See, see what he do- oh. see what he's doing. He's donating to the nonprofit with his beautiful talent. There you go, man. He's just doing it for a great cause. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> so we got to get into the next part before we go to a song break and talk about all this new stunt stuff you're doing, which is very exciting. Talk yeah. about all this crazy stuff with the stunt stuff, because that's kind of how you can get into movies as well and bigger parts. Yeah, it's kind of opened a lot more doors for me, and um, yeah. honestly, it's it's something I've. Um, been trying to get into for a while yeah one of my first jobs on hawaii Five O was this um huge fight scene where it was you know basically stunts you know a lot of the stuff that i was doing was was stunt work yeah um but i just i wasn't getting paid as a stunt guy which is you know, <laughs> probably not you know they shouldn't have been doing so that so let's talk about that for a second because that's something a lot of people don't know what is the like st- you know st- stunt people i imagine get a decent cut of pay yeah. Compared to just a regular, you know, extra or whatever it may be, talk about that. Like, what is the how the price works with that? And 
Yeah, so I mean, it, it basically depends on your contract. If, yeah. If you're on a SAG stunt contract, yeah, um, you have a minimum the payment mm-hmm. per week, and then you have that minimum, and then after, if you go overtime, you know, if you go over your forty hours, which is pretty much guaranteed. Pretty on much movie guaranteed. Set, yeah. Um, you're getting on top of that all these payments, and then every stunt that you do, every dangerous stunt that you do, yeah, depending on how dangerous it is, you get a bump for like each time you do it yeah bonus oh, okay um so say you know somebody flips a car they're gonna get more money than me if i get thrown thrown on my back or okay something. you know what i mean is that kind of the way it works if you have a non-speaking role or a speaking role like you get that bump yeah so non-speaking yeah. versus speaking if you're non-speaking you're probably not getting a, a, a um, lot yeah yeah you're not getting a, a acting contract you're right. probably getting a background contract right so yeah, there's I mean there's different levels to it, you know, and you got to put in your work in order to get to that next level. Yeah. And um, this. How did hop, this happen? Well, how hops, did this stunt thing happen? Um, you know, I I work I work camera too. Okay. Um, and I was working on Hawaii Five O for a long time, and I'm always um always in those guys' ears, you know, not necessarily in their ears, but you gotta listen um, in, man. <laughs> listening in, you know, um, watching how they do things, right. watching how they conduct themselves, because it's always been something kind of itching me to try and itching me to get into yeah and so um the you know i started doing training at the end of last year i started going to workshops and um i was actually studying with um al de costco okay and um and his son mark is you know he's a he's a big star you know he's yeah. a big martial arts star and um so just doing learning you know learning how to take a punch or learning how to fall learning how to um, do you really take a punch is that how it works well because well, because I, I never saw rocky got hit yeah <laughs> Well, that's it. I mean, taking a stunt punch exactly. It's it's how, how do you how do you make it look? How real? do you make it look real? Yeah. So he, have mean, you ever really gotten hit though? Like like someone said, oh shit, bro. Yeah. Sorry about whacking you. Oh my. Oh, Idris Elba. Do you know who that is? Who? Idris Elba. No. So look at the look at the Hob, Hobbs and Shaw. Okay. He's the bad guy. Okay. I got nailed by him. You oh, know? okay. The main bad guy, the, like the superhero black man. Oh yeah, yeah. You got whacked by him. Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah. What did he say to you in his in his in his accent? <laughs> in his accent. <laughs> hey, can we go again, mate? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> and I just, yeah, we go again. Take it again. I think you know. You took it again. You took it a couple times. Oh, oh yeah. The, the more I mean, the more he hits me, the more I get paid. <laughs> oh man, really? Might as well take it. Then. Hey, I said let's go again. Oh, so you got okay? I didn't know that. So you actually battled the bad guy at oh, some point. I mean, is, I don't know if I, if, if that call be it in a battle there. or me getting my butt kicked. Yeah, because he's like Black Superman. They say. Yeah. So, so you, you know, The Rock wasn't getting hit by that. Yeah, he, yeah. Know, he's the he's the star. He's doing the hits. But right. um, yeah, definitely. I took I took some hits, and um, sometimes you, you actually do get hit. Sometimes it really hurts. So you got so you would say that this was your uh, best payment so far. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. All right, right on. That's good. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> so yeah, so talk about this whole thing in California and all that stuff with the the the, uh, the stunt thing and everything. Well, like I told you before, I got yeah. this part. My plan was to you know go to LA for a while, kind of. Right. Um, I wanted to do more training. I wanted yeah. to do more. Um, just take my my game up a little bit. Right. So right. I did this film, and it kind of it was a huge blessing. Gave me a little bit of cushion financially. Good. Good. Um, to kind of go out and do this. Um, what they call you know the hustle yeah and um and i was with this newfound focus for stunt acting and and getting into this um 
I just went all out. I w was in LA, just basically just meeting people, networking, just putting myself out there, making you know making new business cards and just handing them out, going to sets, and um, that's what they call the stunt hustles, where you yeah. show up. You know, you're kind of uninvited. But, um, oh, really? Yeah, you I kinda, didn't know that. Yeah, and it's kind of an unspoken thing. It's only with really with you're not with, invited. No, you just you kind of you find out about this. You're just place. talking story you in come, a boat. You come on, you wait for a respectful oh, moment wow. to come talk story, talk story, let them know who you are, what you do, pimping, give them your resume, pimping, and you disappear. <laughs> yeah, you're pimping, bro. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> that's what it is the hustle, man. It's uh, the a hustle. hustle, yeah, it's yeah. the hustle, yeah, and it that's what you got to do. Yeah, so I was doing that. I, did, I spent some time in L.A. All right. Then I went out to Atlanta. Network. What's in Atlanta? Everything. You're Every, joking. It, Hollywood moved, man. Are you man. joking? I mean, for feature films, you know. Atlanta. Atlanta, Georgia. I would have... I would think nothing's in Atlanta. Yeah, well, I mean, I think we're going to talk about this later, but it all has to do with their tax credits. All right. Yeah. So Atlanta is doing it. They they did it big. They went in strong. They built the infrastructure. Yeah, really. And they really, I mean, they captured the, the feature film market, you know, yeah. the, the big ones, Avengers, yeah. you know, um, what is it, Black Panther was, yeah, you know, yeah. all the Jumanji, everything, like, wow. all these big things because it's so much cheaper. Yeah, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that real quick. I mean, we're not going to get too much into the tax thing or anything, but um, we had a big problem in Boston. Uh, mm -hmm. The tax credits were not good enough, so they were actually filming what was supposed to be Boston in Canada. Yeah. And, and, yeah, they had cobblestone streets and some, you know, whatever, an old-looking town, and people in Boston are getting in an uproar saying why the hell aren't they filming the movie is supposed to be filmed in boston why aren't they filming in boston it's because over the money they'll go to canada where it's cheaper and producers are going to do what's ever best for the budget right exactly mm -hmm. and that's kind of sad yeah yeah and we'll, we'll, we'll discuss about that in okay. a little bit so anything else going on with the uh, whole stunt thing is um, that something that you want to continue to do oh absolutely and flourish in and maybe that'll give you bigger Parts, bigger fight scenes. Like, let, let's say, for uh, instance, you know, if you end up getting in the king, you're probably going to be in a lot of those fight battles. Yeah, you know, I don't want to talk about it too much. <laughs> I don't want to put it out there. I, I hate yeah, talking. Okay, I don't hate, put it out there. Don't I, don't like to, I don't like talking about things okay, that, that, that haven't aren't happened in, yet. aren't in existence. I, I but, hear you. That's, but that's, I'll tell you what, that's okay. definitely, um, it's motivation for me. Because yeah. everybody knows it's coming. Yeah. And so it's now's the time to get ready. Now's the time to hit the gym hard. Now's, now's the time to be training. Are you going to get jacked? Yeah, I mean, this dude. The plan. I mean, where are you gonna get jacked? Are you gonna do it here? Here, L.A., everywhere, Ooh. everywhere I Let am. Let me know I'm, if you're here, man. I'll come. I'll come and get jacked with you. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's all really right now. It's about building a new lifestyle, yeah. revolving around this. And, and yeah, one thing I learned from all those other stunt guys, and you know, um, the people who are really working at a higher level. Yeah. And um, that's that's that you don't dabble in this. Yeah, you know, there's yeah, no yeah, yeah. there's no dabbling. It's either you're in it. Either this is your life, your lifestyle. This is that yeah. you know you put everything towards this, especially now. You know some some of the older guys, you know they're they're steady in their careers. Mm -hmm. they, they got families now. They have other priorities and stuff. But at least for me in this moment, what's your priority, dude? I mean, this is it. This is it. You yeah, know? yeah. And you know I don't have much else right now that um, that's taking my focus away besides art and cre you know creating my own stuff. You yeah, know? yeah. But but as of right now, it's it's more just really trying to continue this momentum right um trying to work on my skills trying to you know never settling yeah and um that's why i told you i'm um just training you know right. whether it's acting whether it's doing voiceovers, voiceover stunts 
learning different, you know, learning high falls, learning horse horses, yeah. you know, falling off horses, yeah. um, learning how to take it, you know, take yeah. punches. Yeah, right. because someone said, okay, can this guy do this? I can do it. And there you are. That's what happened. I mean, yeah. I, on, on this movie, um, I can tell <clears> you they wanted, they needed drivers. You okay. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they, they just said, you know, they looked, the stunt coordinator looked over at all of us. They said, who can drive stick shift? And yeah. I raised my hand. Bro, you can't. Can you? I drive. I told that this is what the, this is what the the stunt coordinator Thank said. God, someone can drive stick still. Yeah. So Where did you learn how to drive stick? Down in Tahiti. Right, because they it's, have all the older cars that were like mm-hmm. for little four cylinders with the sticks. That's it. Yeah. So good, man. There's so few who know how to drive stick today. Yeah. And uh, brilliant. I, honestly, I was a little bit. Um, I was nervous because yeah. it was an old truck. Oh. You know, <laughs> with the long <laughs> stick gears, shifts, dude. Yeah. Tough gears. Yeah. Yeah. So and I had the actors in the back of the truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was, um, but I, you know, it's one of those things where you just have to put yourself out there. Yeah. They say who can do it and you got to be there, you know, right, you got to right. be ready. And that's, that's what a lot of it came down to yeah. is just being ready, being in the right position and, um, just, I can drive uh, stick. Yeah. Boom. You got it. And now, you know, now I have a stunt driving credit, you know, I was, oh shit, that's right. I, you got that on there now. So next yeah. time they're going to look at your resume or whatever, and they're going to see this. Oh, this guy can do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, it opens it opens it opens doors and it, um, just seizing opportunities. Yeah, yeah. So the, what else is there? Anything else in store right now? You're just taking a little bit of a break right now. Um, yeah, like I said, it's more of finding um, finding a balance in lifestyle. Yeah. Um, building this lifestyle around you know constantly you know part of my part of my life now it, you know it has to be working out. It has to be right. um, learning these skills. Yeah. It has to yeah. be training because. I could get on another movie for another month and, yeah. you know, and not be able to do this stuff. Or Are I you thinking could... of bringing, like, martial arts into more of, like, is that something that you want to do a little studying in or have you? Or I did a little bit, yeah. I started yeah. with, um, with Sifu Al um, and, you know, just learning it. And, yeah. and more, my interest is more fighting for films. Right, you know? okay. You know, everything, all my focus is on, is on movies right now. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely. I love I love the martial arts. I don't have that strong of a background in it, mm-hmm. but it's you know it's learning. It's putting the time. It's putting into it on your resume. Yeah, you know you have some skills in that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. All right, so we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna go listen to a song, and then we'll be right back, and we're gonna start asking Wes a lot of questions. <laughs> be right back. Hey, how's it? And welcome to the Aloha Life podcast. You're listening to us because we have great patrons who have joined our Patreon page and have become members of the podcast by supporting and donating to our show. Without our patrons like you, we wouldn't be on the air. So if you enjoy the podcast and want to hear more shows every week, please do take a moment to join us and become a patron of our podcast at patreon.com forward slash living the Aloha Life. And thank you so much for your support.
take you to the islands. Whoa, whoa, girl. Building castles in the sand, they wash away, wash away. And I'm waiting in your water till I catch a wave. Where they do their dance, where they find romance. Pure white sand on the beach. Where they up all night, all the girls look nice. Everyone raised to the beat, yeah. Beautiful girl, the way you look right now, take you all around the world. Beautiful girl, tell me where you wanna go. She loves palm trees. Been in the industry over 24 years. 16 years, almost 20 years now. The tax incentives that we've had are been awesome for our industry. The incentive for sure had a huge impact in being able to create and attract more productions to the island. The industry has been awesome and has only grown with the tax incentives. to uh, put my, one of my sons in a private school. It's been able to afford to be able to buy a home in Hawaii where I want to live. I don't want to move anywhere else. This is home for me and my family. When the productions come in, all businesses around flourish, uh, hotels. Uh, we have police here with us today. A um, lot of government workers as well. Money's in permits, so it's a good business to keep coming, coming to Hawaii. This uh, tax break that uh, the in industry currently has does bring work. And we're proof of it right now. 5.0 buys six figures worth of wood and such every season. Between principal casting and extras casting, I would say um, my department hires thousands of people a year. Thousands of people a year. I cannot see this not continuing to help the industry and the economy, the city and county, the state. Uh, I think it's a win-win situation for everyone. If the legislature decides to keep the cap, it'll definitely deter future productions from coming here. That'll obviously put a strain on everyone within this industry. Without an incentive, I can. I, there's no doubt in my mind that half the productions I've worked on would not be here. Even right now, as it stands, our summer has slowed down because of the cap that's in place now. There have been shows that walked away already. There are myriad examples across the country right now of how the film industry has been negatively impacted by having a cap on the tax incentives. If this uh, cap stays in place, I believe that I would have to get another job. I have a mortgage, I have kids in school. They would literally turn my world upside down. It's a scary thing for us. The cap would severely affect our jobs, it would affect 
the productions coming into Hawaii. This cap would, would definitely make people uh, start leaving Hawaii again. You know, We all want to stay here, stay working in our home. This is where we want to be. The more we get here, the better we get. The more the talent can stay here and be in productions here, the better they get. The more the producers will take us seriously and bring in shows. And that tax cap is going to kill us. That, what you're smelling. Oh, this right here. It's huh? pretty good, right? Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, you got to get one of those. You know, as soon as you walk into your house, you just get this cloud of like good sense. Nice, isn't it a nice it's not, vibe yeah. in here? Yeah, welcome, very welcoming. Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, we're back with Restless Clay, and we're going to get right into these questions. The fire. The fire questions. <laughs> okay, you ready? I'm ready. Hi, my friend. How close is the film industry in your life from being a part of your life to being your living? How close is it? You know, it's it is my life. You know. So you consider it your life then? Right this is now. where you're at. Yeah, this is where I'm at. It's, right. You know, I, there are there are other parts of my life, but they all feed into that. You know, yeah. everything everything adds. Everything is is fueling that fire. Yeah, because you said if you're not 100 percent in, you you're gotta not, have the passion for it. There, there's the competition is so great. Yeah, you right. know that if you're not if you don't wake up in the morning thinking about this stuff, if you don't like do if the all you want to do is this and and you sleep like when you're sleeping it's it's dreaming about this stuff yeah like you're you just you're already under a great disadvantage because you know if you, you have competition out there like i'm i'm, I'm dreaming of it you know i'm waking yeah, up yeah. in the morning the first thing i think of is you know getting in that zone of of making power moves and yeah. doing all this stuff so if you're not fully committed you are at a disadvantage yeah you're gonna be losing that someone someone else is going to be someone more passionate someone's going to take over someone else is getting that always job. somebody that has mm -hmm. more passion than you and, yeah. and and wants it more than you and all you can really do is do your best and um, that's true and and if it you got to search in you and if if it really is your passion yeah as i've found it's mine um that you just got to keep feeding that and if you stop feeding it you'll just start dying really at least your dream will keep putting wood in the fire Keep putting wood in the fire, yeah. Let it burn strong, baby. Yeah, keep it, and even if it's dim, you know, yeah. keep keep it burning. Keep At it. least keep it consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Don't let it die out. Mm -hmm. All right, what makes being in film great for you? Simple. I mean, I get to do what I love for a living. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's it. That's it. Simple as that. Simple as that. All right. Are there certain qualities in a script that make you more interested in it than others? Yeah, I mean, I'm, not that you're the big star that's, hey, yeah, I don't want to do that. But I mean, do you hear what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. When I, I mean, definitely. I, I love reading scripts. I mean, what is it about a script that gets you excited? Character, conflict, you know. Um, character development. Character arc, yeah, yeah. Character development when the character changes from beginning yeah. to end. Um, that's really what you look for is that arc and then the conflict, you know, and how strong your character is. Are they making strong decisions or is everything happening to them are they reacting to it yeah you know where they say that the character falls off the page where it's not even about him it's yeah. just about things happening so yeah. you, you want a strong strong main character and even strong a good supporting arch character. yeah a good arch right up down up he's battling through shit mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um when you let's say for sean hobbs did you get the script or do you just get this is the part that you need to look at yeah so i i mean for my How first work? for my first audition i got maybe two or three pages oh, okay and i'm almost positive that those yeah those pages weren't in the movie 
it was it was just a it was a scenario created for that 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 relationship between the brother oh i hear what you're saying so that's what they do yeah so they don't want you to have the real script talk about that i don't think people have a clue about that either okay so i'm feeling you i hear you on that the audition process i mean movies are everybody i mean people know they're so secretive you know yeah yeah you you sign your life away right you won't say anything about it and this and that yeah and um and so they they give you these scenes and and it's not really in the movie because okay. they don't want to give anything away. Oh. So they the the writers will make a, a fake scenario between two real characters. Okay. And so you just have to you get those little pages. You have to imagine the rest. You have to imagine this um, this uh, relationship you have and yeah. do the real specific um, you know backstories for who you are all and, right. and um, how you feel about this other character. Yeah. Um, so that was all I got. Um, even up till, up till flying out there, I hadn't seen anything. I had to call them and be like, Hey, you know, is this, you know, I got to see a contractor or, or something, you know, I'm what I want to see something. Um, but we don't get scripts, especially, um, um, the, I guess you would say, you know, unless you're above the line, you know what I mean? Unless you're one of the main characters. Yeah. They're not going to, they're not going to give it to you. They're not going to give it to you. Not on these big projects. Okay. I got you. That's interesting. Uh, what films have or do inspire you? Name some name some great films that you're like, man, that is a sick, that is a great film. You know, like you gotta have it. You gotta have some. One um, one film that I, I could probably watch it over and over and over is um, Braveheart. All right. You know, it's got everything. Here we go. It's man. got everything. You know, That's one of my favorites. It's got it's got um, it's got adventure. It's got horses. It's, it's got, got love. Love. You know, you know what I mean. <laughs> True love. <laughs> True love, man. That was tough to watch. <laughs> oh, man. No, I'll tell you what, though. That, and it was based on a real person. Yeah. Which yeah. is even crazy. And the writer, I think, was... Um, it, actually, the writer is the writer of The King. I know. Yeah. Um, that's why I'm very I excited even, about that. I didn't that. even say that on purpose. Yeah, you know, I didn't yeah, even bring yeah. that up on purpose, but um, definitely one of... Um, one Did of you the... see The Last Mohicans? Oh, yeah. Dude, that's yeah. solid, too. Mm-hmm. That had a little bit of just like the Braveheart, like those big epic the epics, yeah. films. Yeah. You know? Those um, yeah. th- those really, um, for me, those really inspire me. Yeah. Um, you know, I like I like every, I like other films like comedies and stuff, yeah, but even a little, a little, um, high, ro- um, you know, high adventure and true romance, or true love, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen um, The Princess Bride. Of course, I love that movie. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. It's a favorite. classic, man. And even reading that book, like, I could, I just love it. Those, those yeah. are just so funny to me. It just makes me smile whenever, right? <laughs> yeah, whenever exactly. I watch it. So movies like that, that's yeah. cool for you. For, for, yeah, for, yeah. for right now, those are, those are kind of the movies that um, inspire me. Who knows what, what movies in the future I would, I would make, but right yeah. now, those are the ones that inspire me and, and that I wouldn't mind leaving back. Are you the Lord of the Rings type of person? Do you like that stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you, are you, are you into Game of Thrones? You know, I was until Khal Drogo died. <laughs> oh, dude, don't even. <laughs> I know. I so know. I'm trying to like catch up with that stuff, right? And I'm like, why did they fuck that up? Mm-hmm. That was the only thing they screwed up in the whole series. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he shouldn't have. He should know. They should have. But it was it in the it was in the books. You I know. know. It, it what already, are you gonna do, it man? It was already written. Yeah. I know. Unfortunately, he was a yeah. Well, if anything, it made him more of a um, more of a legend. You know, like more Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Oh, he just went to the Salak pit. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. And I, I, I probably am, um, I think what I want to do, I kind of got behind on the Lord of the Rings and it didn't have HBO and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So got a little bit behind, but I think what I'll do is read the books and then go into the series. You know, once yeah. it's all done, I can 
binge watch it. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you feel it's harder to get started into the business or to keep going once you get in? Keep going. Yeah, that's way harder. Okay, that's way harder. Getting in, you have all the enthusiasm. You right, have, okay. You know, explain that. because So explain your intro into it, how you got into it, and then that keeping that faith and that hope alive now. Because I, I, I do agree with you. Once you're in, how do you sustain it? <laughs> you, I mean, it's it's tough. Like, yeah, I, I still I struggle with it still. You know, yeah. even even after this project, it's like it's like okay, what's next? You know, you're always thinking. You know, and that's that's yeah. the the part that gives a lot of people anxiety is not knowing when the next opportunity is going to come or or putting too much importance on just like one thing. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can um, imagine. And you know, just you know what they say. What, what is that expression where you know if you, if you you're trying one, th- doing the same thing, but expecting different results. Yeah. Um, a lot of people do that. They're just, they just stick with one tactic. And, and if it, if it doesn't work, they just do the same thing. And if it still doesn't work, they just quit, you know? Yeah. Some people do that. that now, what, now, what do you think, what do you think breaks them that they just decide I've had it enough? I'm about to be broken here. Maybe I need to go do something else. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I, I think what happens with people who, who give up in those moments is that either they're not doing it for the right reasons or they haven't found that purpose that, you know, that keeps the higher purpose, you know, other than, you know, everybody wants to say, oh, you get paid a lot yeah. or you get to travel, you could be a star, all this stuff. But those are just like, that's just the external things, you know, that's like, it's, it's not enough to keep you going through the hard times. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So to find that purpose, to find that like the deep down reason, like wh- why are you really doing this? You know, what's yeah. gonna what's gonna make it worth it? And um, you know, it's 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 hard. It's hard to find that because it takes a lot of self um, self discovery. Yeah, yeah. Are you your own support system? I mean, do you th- believe that when you're doing like this type of career, that you do need a support system, or if that you're you're strong enough willed? And you can support you this yourself, or no? You can't do it alone. You can't no, do it alone. No, so you I have, see. so you feel, and you believe that you have a good enough support system around you that that keeps you going. Yeah, I mean, like for me, one of my one of my best friends, we we talk. He lives in Vegas now. Yeah. Um, and we we talk on the phone all the time. You know, yeah. he's out there chasing his dreams. I'm chasing mine. Yeah. And it's you, you gotta have people that that are on the same wavelength as you. Same page as you. Yeah, they're going through kind of this. You know, it doesn't have to be the same exact career, but. People who are are trying to be good, yeah, and um, and they're struggling, you know, yeah, and um, but and struggle makes you who you are, and it just make it makes you stronger, and it makes you connect to that next moment where you have to be, mm-hmm. have that will right. Oh, you know, it's just like you're talking about getting jacked in the gym. Yeah, you know, like you're not gonna get, you're not gonna grow. That's a slow process. If man. you're not, if you're not struggling, you right? Know? You if have to struggle. You have to, you have to tear those muscles you down. Got to do it. You know. Yeah, exactly. It's, so you need that struggle. Oh yeah, and it and it keeps you humble too. You it know? does keep, it you, keeps humble. you humble. I know a lot of people. I know some people who've had it really easy, and then when they come across that big situation, they crumble. Yeah, it's because you have nothing. You have no back. You no have foundation. No, no foundation. You know. Yeah. yeah. If you if you make you build a skyscraper without a foundation, it's gonna fall. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Exactly. Um, what personal pet peeve did you have to conquer to move forward in the industry? Like, what was a problem that you continue to keep seeing? <laughs> do you have Do you have one? Yeah. Do you have I several? Mean, what do you got? Oh, I mean, well, this is more. Um, you know, it's kind of just humbling yourself. You know, because okay. a lot of times. 
um, the film industry is yeah. very, very hierarchical. Hi- yeah. Hi- did I say that? <laughs> hierarchical. Um, hierarchy. Hi- yeah, there's, yeah, there is a hierarchy and you have to respect it. And, right. um, you know, even, you know, be- behind camera, especially, you kind of le- got to learn how to just say copy, you know, just like y- you're going to get so much crap, you know, you got to have thick skin. Yeah. Um, you ever get somebody a coffee? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, how does that make you feel? I, Oh, I do it out of the joy of my heart. Okay, just, well, that's a good attitude. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's it, normally... Because I imagine that's a pet peeve of some people in the industry. Yeah, no, but <laughs> just... Okay, I guess a pet peeve of mine is when people people take their stress out on other people. So that happens. Well, I mean, that's expected in that industry, though, but I, I, would hate to, I would hate that to happen. Yeah, it's kind of a waterfall effect, you know? Yeah. Where it's just like it comes from the top, and then it just gains momentum and gains... You know, gains intensity as it as yeah. it gets down to the bottom, and you know, I just from what I've learned, like treating people right, treating people good is that's that's the only way, the only sustainable way. You know, once people yeah, start true. feeling like shit, then do, part, do, yeah. You know. Do you feel that um, film set, and you just feel that sense that that guy's just better than you, like he thinks he's better than everybody, or no, or maybe? Yeah, I mean, you get the you get the kind of. Um, where you or is everybody there to do a job and that's the fucking deal well that's what it should be some some people i mean even people probably say this about me that, that you know like some people can be like either full of themselves or whatever like there's a there's a way to do it you know yeah. like there's a way to like let your colors shine let your feathers out without stepping on anybody's toes yeah because you know? once you start flaunting too much or once you start you gotta be confident though oh yeah that's that's the balance and that's what sometimes people perceive that as something else exactly yeah. that's the problem so I mean, I think the best thing is to just kind of stay in your you stay in your own zone. Stay in your lane. Yeah, stay in your lane, but but still be you. You know what I mean? Right. You know, and yeah, that's something I, I um, working with big stars and stuff like that. It's kind of you kind of have to you know tame tame your colors, tame your flair a little bit, just because it's their show. You yeah, know, you got to remember it's not your movie. And what happens when you are in the presence of a big deal? Like a big guy, like The Rock, or someone else in the movies. Is it? Is it? You. I've seen big. Like I've been in front of really well-known people before, and I don't know what. Maybe it's the personal thing, but for me, I, they're an awesome person. But they're a person. Mm-hmm. Like you don't go. Ah. Like some people do. They go crazy. How do you manage that, or how does that work out? You don't sit there. Oh, you know, can I get an autograph for my? Mm-hmm. How does that like happen? It's okay. So the the funny thing is, yeah. you know, they are normal people, right? But you have to treat them like normal people, okay. but you got to remember that they're not normal, right, you know, right, yeah. in this setting. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like a corporate environment. You wouldn't go up to the president of the company or the CEO. Right. And if you're, you know, just one of the um, hourly workers or whatever like that, you have to kind of be very self-aware. Okay. You know, you have to be very aware to to just go off of their vibe you know what i mean right it's not so much of a speak when spoken to it's not it's not that harsh but you got to be respectful we're at work um we're here to do a job like you said yeah and um you know it's it's just it's just being respectful to their work because right. this is you know this is their time to stay focused and, and do what they want to do luckily the rock um you know he's he's very open. You know he's very friendly. I've heard of some actors who you know when they're in the zone don't even come near them, don't look at them in the eyes, and and that wasn't the case for this for this film. Okay, cool. Okay, what advice would you give someone wanting to enter the film world as an actor or cameraman? I mean, honestly, it depends on the. They age. love film. Yeah. They're 
Maybe they did go to some film school. They're 23, 24 years old. 23, 24 years yeah, old? Yeah. Um, I would say volunteer. Volunteer. Get your hands in as many projects as you can. You know, I started in, like, film in... I was working at the film school at University of Hawaii. Okay. And um, I would just volunteer in every project I could, you know, and um, and do it for fun. Make it fun, you know, because in the beginning, you're not going to make a lot of money. It's not going to Maybe be, you'll starve a little bit. Yeah, you'll starve a little bit. You Mac have to and work cheese, side tuna jobs. Fish, exactly. Ramen so noodles. Make it fun, you know yeah. what I mean? Make it something that, like, brings you life, you know? What about networking? Is that essential in the beginning? Absolutely. It's, Talk to it's, a bunch of people. It's essential throughout your whole throughout, career. Th- yeah, through everything. Yeah. So, I mean, and it's not, it's just finding people that have similar goals as you, um, talking about it, not not making it so much about how can, you know, how can this person do something for me? You know, you got to be, how can you help this person? Or how can you collaborate? How can you add to the, um, their project or their experience? Crazy, man, getting into that field. Yeah. I'd be really nervous to get into something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. And, and I mean... It's it's tough because um, that networking can be stressful for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, and some people. I I imagine that if you're not, if you're, are you an introvert or you're extrovert? Because you seem like an extrovert, but yeah, I definitely you, I I definitely have introverted qualities. Okay. you know, I, I think we all do. Yeah, and yeah. I I definitely I I go through phases. Sometimes I'm really like I really want to talk to people. Really, sometimes wanna, you want to be a hermit. Yeah, sometimes like yeah. sometimes I, I want to tell people everything I'm doing, and sometimes I'm like, yeah, I need to take mm. a step back. Or, you know. I imagine some people. I imagine, man, I don't know how this type of career would be good for introverts. It you have to get out and talk to people. Oh yeah. Or I don't think it's gonna work. Yeah, exactly. I mean, some some people might um, figure out ways, but at least maybe they're good actors and they're pretending to be extra. Yeah, maybe they're good actors and then they go sit in their dungeon after. I don't I don't know what they're doing. Well, you know, you don't hear you know you hear you see some actors literally like you don't hear nothing about them in between the movies. Like they're vanished. Yeah. So yeah, maybe that's just the they just want to get away from it mm-hmm. when they're not doing a movie. Yeah. Um, what upsets you about a bad movie? <laughs> Oh, oh, the wasted money. (laughs) You look at some films, they have like, you know, $200 million budgets. And then... um, Like, like, why did they make the new Hellboy? Yeah. They had such a good thing going with Perriman or whatever his name was. Right. And it's like, you could like... You, I could have made ten films with that that money. Ten good films. Right. So, I guess, yeah, that bothers me. I'm just like, man, that's so much wasted money. Yeah. So, I mean, actually, in the movie itself, when a movie takes a certain direction, mm-hmm. I'm sure you sat through a movie that, like, this fucking sucks. Oh, yeah. I mean, what the hell are they doing? Where are they going with this? I mean, you And then can, you get you, out, and you're like, you almost want your money back. I, I know. I'll, I'll walk out of the film. If it, if it doesn't have my attention in the first 10 minutes, okay. then I'm done. I, I just either... You really? Know, yeah. Why do you think there's... I would say out of every... I don't go to see a lot of movies anymore. Right, I mean, I don't think any of us really do anymore. We, I maybe go like the next. I haven't. When's the last? I don't even remember the last. Oh, the last movie I saw was Aquaman, mm-hmm. and the next movie is going to be. I'm going to see it next week. Is going to be the Avengers, the second Avengers yeah, that comes yeah, out. Endgame. Endgame. In between that, I haven't seen nothing. Oh. So I mean, I'm literally kind of going to see maybe one movie a month, maybe mm-hmm. or less. And that's because there's so many bad movies being made today. <laughs> Why are there so many bad movies being made? You know, I, I, it's got to be, they're just not spending enough time on the scripts. For me. Absolutely. For me, I think, you know. it's They're, they're so they're so gung-ho, ready to shoot. Yeah. And they don't And maybe stop they're and, relying on past, 
like you know the original movie or or this or that, and mm-hmm. they think, oh, let's redo it. That's another thing. Why do they redo fucking great movies? Why do you fuck shit up like that? Guaranteed money. That's why. <laughs> it's God. it's all of. I mean, it's it's not. They're doing Child's Play again. They're doing a new version of it. Are, are, are they? Yeah, I just saw it. I'm like, why? I mean, the last why? movie I saw, the last movie I saw in theaters was Pet Cemetery, and you know. How was it though? I heard it was decent. Yeah, it was a decent movie. I, I mean, I love the original. Original. You know, it, yeah. it scared the crap out of me. Yeah, to me too. Um, and but why would you do that? Because it's guaranteed money. Because someone's going to go you know, see it. And it. Recognizable it. Yeah. yeah, they redid that. Jumanji. Look at Jumanji. Jumanji. It, it wasn't anything the same, you know, but it The has new that one name. has made so much money mm-hmm. compared to the old one, which is true. Mm-hmm. Plus because of The Rock's name. But I'm like, it's just like, but that also makes me think they're rehashing things. They're rehashing things not because they want to break the barrier, not because they want to come up with something new and inventive. Mm-hmm. They just want to rehash knowing that they can make more money. It's all based around money. Yeah, but it's all, I, I feel it's also a human thing. You know, if you think yeah. about what we as humans do, we tell the same story over and over and over and over. Well, why are we still watching movies about Hercules? You know, why are we still, um, you know... Even I mean the Bible, for example, we're telling the same same story Jesus over and over and, and again. over, and um and I for me I just think that's part of human nature is to want to hear these same stories this told a little differently you know it's like it's like oral story or tradition you know passing yeah. passing on stories and stuff like that um, yeah I, I, it's got to be something to do with that and I mean not to mention that it's guaranteed money maker it's, it's guaranteed money maker. Because you you have people investing millions of dollars and they yeah. they want to guarantee on their money. See, and that's the thing. Like even the good, you know, let's say the good movies. Let's say the you know the Avengers movies and all these comic book characters. It's because they're all based on a foundation of something from the past, mm-hmm. where they know they have a fan base. People are going to come and see it. And I kind of miss these things where I'm going into a movie, and I'm like. Whoa! I've never seen anything like this before. What is this? What, what was the opens... last? What was the last movie that you saw that gave you that? Feeling? Arrival. Arrival. Okay. Yeah. I haven't. I, no, I haven't seen that one yet. Arrival. So it was a movie that was this because um, I've been thinking about it. But it was an, an alien. An aliens come down to Earth, and they sent up some uh, scientists, and these creatures have ink that come out of their hands. And creates circles, but she zooms in on the circles, and within the circles is the entire language. But it's a circle, so the actual language teaches you how to go back and into the future in time. The language. So if you understand the language, you can go into the past and go into the future with it. Oh, it's wow. fucking amazing. The and arrival. You, the arrival. And if you don't fucking get it, then you probably you haven't gone to school. You're not getting an education, <laughs> and it's too much for you to deal with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so something like that opens your mind to like, whoa, that was mind blowing. Mm-hmm. So see Arrival if you haven't seen Arrival. I def- I'll definitely yeah, because it, it was it's a movie that I'm like this wasn't done ever before. So that type of movie, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, which was pretty inspirational. What makes a good film? What makes a good film? Yeah, for me, um, there's got to be the characters got to. I mean, it's all for me. It's all about character. Yeah, you yeah. know, the characters got to want something. They got to be fighting every possible obstacle to get this this thing that they want. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, that's the core of it. You know, if they have that, if you, if they have um, 
a, just a dramatic need, just this thing that they just have to have to get, you know, ups and downs, ups and downs, you know, whether times, it's winning times. the war or or getting getting the girl or whatever it is, whatever this this primal need is. Um, if they're going after it with everything they have and they're yeah. up, I mean, the bigger the obstacles they're up against, the, the bigger the hero, you know, yeah. and um, and the more average the, the person, you know, you don't want always want to see um, the rock just kicking everybody's butt right but you want to see him against stuff that he can't handle he can't handle mm-hmm. he has to fight through it like there's just some characters that you i like a character who is not a goody two-shoe he's got some yeah rough around the edges rough around yeah. the edges got some problems mm-hmm. and but he battles through it and you kind of feel it he's like more human you know and then but at the end there's a form of redemption like he gets through it and redeems himself Whatever problems he may have had, whether it's a her, him, or whatever, that's the kind of thing that I like. I like I like a arc arch that goes up and down, and then the end, you're redeemed. Yeah, and you even know? even bad characters. I mean, I love bad. I love. Do you like bad characters? Like, oh, would yeah. you rather play a lead bar- bad character that is actually is oh, what's the right word I'm looking for? Is kind of he doesn't know. Like an antihero. Yeah. Yeah. Or would you just like to play a good guy? I mean, I, I like, like the bad. Guy. I like the bad guys. I mean, I think interesting. I mean, not to say anything about the man, but the the show um, Narcos, right? You have yeah. Pablo Escobar and stuff like that. But I think this past Netflix series, they did a great job of showing this. I get to see it. Did you watch that? Oh yeah, I watched. Oh, that. was it good? Every yeah, every season I watched it. It was great. You know, I gotta watch it, man. I watched so many things on there. I don't know what the hell to do next. Yeah, that's that's one that you should definitely put on your list. Okay, and, I gotta watch it. But go ahead, sorry. No, you just see this character where it's just a despicable person, but then you see the human qualities in them. You know, mm, you see yeah. what what they struggle through at home, yeah, what they yeah. struggle through in in um, internally, and um and not that not that you you end up liking them or you end up all this stuff but you sympathize with them you know you understand why they're doing the things that they do yeah and um those characters are interesting to me you know those those characters that aren't perfect those characters that have those flaws um but you know they're human and and that's the basis of all characters that's the basis of all movies is is just a human experience yeah i mean believe it or not for me we're gonna actually talk about netflix coming up in a little bit but um i'm a big fan of uh comic book characters but i love the not the superheroes i love like the anti-heroes like the batmans the punisher Mm -hmm. the punisher is a great show that's on netflix and they only got it to two seasons because disney took over whatever blah 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 but he is a very conflicted character you know he has ups and downs and he actually doesn't know how to be a good person anymore so oh, yeah. it's just from all the hell that he's been through. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like that arch of a character that's try He wants to do good, mm-hmm. but it's so hard for him not to kill somebody. <laughs> it, I mean, we uh, we identify with those characters, we do. you know. Like we, none of us are perfect, and no. we're all trying to be our best person. But to, we're a bad. We're all, all of us are bad guys to somebody. Right. Exactly. Do you feel the film industry is fair? Is it fair? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, what is fair? You know, like. There, life isn't fair bro there, there's there's nepotism there's you yeah. know there's there's probably bribery there's probably you know people you know there's I'm all kinds everything, of there's everything everything all kinds have you of seen evil some, have you seen some bullshit oh i mean yeah of course there's, <laughs> it's the worst industry <laughs> i sometimes just wonder like dang why did, why did i pick this industry yeah right but i mean it's you know there's it's 
you get away the evils with uh with with the, what you love you know it's like yeah yeah like have you ever had that like have you ever like you've seen a situation and you're like if you go toward that situation it's going to take you down the down road and you went to the left yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh i mean every, like what dude oh my god like people <laughs> you know how many people are trying to get me to do porn and all really? this stuff? <laughs> like, like no no <laughs> that's not the right that's not the right alley yeah you know there's an old saying that says um just because i got a big yeah doesn't mean i gotta do porn oh like, jesus mary <laughs> joseph so you know i just it, it, there's if there's you hear definitely that kids <laughs> don't go straight take that left <laughs> stay on the straight and narrow so then the next one makes sense then is it possible to sell out then absolutely oh god yeah i mean you and, could sell and, out every day probably i mean and to a certain extent you have to you you, you have to. okay so okay so you can sell out in a good way kind of or you can just go down the wrong path and sell out and do porn so what would be a okay sellout for you like what have you sold out on that you said yeah, fuck it taco bell like taco i'm gonna do a pepsi commercial you, you think i drink ta or eat taco bell fuck or eat, no. or eat pepsi like, no hell no <laughs> i mean that's like but that's the thing i'm i'm, I'm, sports I'm a athlete, kid sports athletes do it all the time yeah mcdonald's those fuckers don't eat mcdonald's yeah right why just, are they selling that because that's they're a trying sellout. to make it, 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 but that's the thing that's the balance you know uh, you, and i think the more you know yourself, a lot of kids follow lebron james my friend Oh, he's yeah. going to McDonald's. Is he? Is he? He, is he, did, he, is he, he did McDonald's commercials. Oh, I'm he? like, dude, the kids are watching you, man. Mm -hmm. That's not good. Yeah, and <laughs> and yeah, it's and it, and it comes with you know struggling. We got to make a living, and I don't think he's looking for a living, man. He's doing okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> Why yeah. is he doing McDonald's? <laughs> but I can understand. You got to do the Taco Bell. You got to do the Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. You got to do some coconut water maybe once in a while. Oh, well, that that I love. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, coconut water is oh, good. That's not a sellout. That no, I that's love, not a sellout. I love coconut water. You know. So we can just get that local company to help you out a little bit. Maybe put something together. You'd be so great to be walking out of the water banging two coconuts together and just drinking it there with some hot right, chick right why isn't that happening to give the kids that to look up to you yeah know? man <laughs> <laughs> don't drink your fruit drinks drink coconut drink water coconut water man that's yeah. the way to go yeah, get those electrolytes <laughs> okay how has netflix changed the film industry and how do you think it will change the future oh it's getting big dude i do i like i was just talking about i see one movie a month Mm -hmm. The rest of the time, I'm watching Netflix. I'm watching originals on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, and it's, um, you know, I don't, I, I don't know how exactly, um, you know, they're working with those producers making those original series. If it's, if it's people coming up to them with this project or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there's no doubt about it. Netflix has changed the game. Triple Frontier was just finished being filmed here. Yeah, Triple Frontier. I worked on that one. Did you? Yeah. What, a, what, in, what involvement did you have in that one? I was a camera assistant on that one. Oh, cool, man. I was working man. on the camera crew. Cool. And. Um, you know, it, it opens up opportunities. It opens like, you know, would that movie have been made without Netflix? It, you know, it was being, it was. It had been going through a long for process. A, a long it time. It never was made, and then Netflix grabbed it and put it through. And yeah, and and Netflix changed the game with that one. That was a big movie for an online, you know, yeah, streaming yeah. service. Yeah. And um. And their their seasonal series are getting huge. It's like so oh, many. Oh yeah! Like it's it's literally instead of watching a two and a half hour movie or two hour movie, you're watching ten to twelve hours of a series movie. I much rather do that, dude. And the quality is great. It's amazing know? now mm -hmm. today. Like you said, you wasted all that money, mm -hmm. but you can look how much each one episode costs. I mean, you bring that down, and it's 
well priced out. Yeah. You know, and I think people are just slowly going toward Netflix and not spending as much money out in the theaters. Out in yeah. the theaters. Yeah. And I think eventually, you know, I think maybe I'll go see a couple movies a year when it gets really big when Netflix has so many shows. But have you thought about the industry and thought about the future? Like what happens when Netflix and these other channel like disney is now starting their service they're disney doing star wars shows they're yeah. doing star wars movies now it's called the mandalorians which mm-hmm. has the, the boba fett people mm-hmm. so i'm like going dude what's going on it's like what is the industry gonna do to stay up with this i mean we can't even predict what the industry is going to be like in 10 years no. let, let alone like five years i wouldn't no. even you know what, what yeah. the impact of all this um but what i can say is i think that it's all it's you know, Netflix isn't taking away from. The I think industry. it's good for you. Oh yeah, because yeah. it's going to open more opportunities for smaller budgets, but you'll have more work and build up that way. Mm-hmm. You're gonna you're gonna have way more opportunity. Yeah, and even producing your own projects, you know, like which you could do. Yeah, yeah, you could come to Netflix with with something and say, hey, look, I got this thing, you know. Yeah. And, and say you got your stuff together, you can ha- have your own series, you yeah, know, or own mo- movie on Netflix, or, you know, I know a lot of films that. Um, you know, they get picked up on Netflix. That's huge. Yeah. You know, people are watching your film there. It's, um, and it's, I think it's all feeding, you know, everything's feeding this, this bigger beast or whatever, but yeah. just in transition period, you know? Yeah. I think also those, the smaller companies like Netflix and the other Hulu and all these other ones that are starting their own prime. I, I don't know if I'd say Netflix is small anymore, but it's right. Okay. <laughs> you're right. It's the biggest one out there right now mm-hmm. for TV service. And then, you know, Disney and, um, prime and all these other ones, Amazon, whatever, they have all mm-hmm. their own things going on now. Hulu, yeah. Hulu, yeah. They, I think they're also keeping the film industry accountable. Like, if we put out shit, we're going to lose more people to these services because they're putting out a good product. Good stuff. A good stuff. And they're able to get big stars now. Yeah, because Mm -hmm. that's also another thing. They're going to move that way. The big stars are going to move into the Netflix, into series, Mm -hmm. where they can get paid over a longer period of time per year over this and that, Mm -hmm. and and maybe extend it to season after season after season. So I think it's good. I think it's really good for the industry, actually. Do you feel that it's good for the industry? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Okay. Um, talk about the, we're going to get into the Hawaii film industry now. Talk about the good of the Hawaiian film industry for Hawaii. I mean, it it just opens up everything, you know, like you have so many people here that are interested in film. You have Mm -hmm. so many people that are interested in, in, in these things. Um, first of all, like, like it's a top down effect, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? You're, you're bringing millions of dollars to the state. Yeah. Right. First of all, that's just that in itself is being dispersed you know, mostly among the local workers and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, I mean, I shouldn't say mostly. The, a lot, the, the budget as a whole is going all over the place. Okay. Um, but when you come, you, you're paying the crew, for instance. You know, you're, you're building these, people are building, um, you know, they have families, they have houses, they have all this stuff. And they're able to stay here and work and pay Hawaii taxes. Um, but then even even outside of those big films and stuff, because these big people have jobs, it's like a whole ecosystem. Then you have other people working these smaller jobs, TV shows, um, commercials, all this stuff. Below that, you have students, you know, who right. are seeing these people working in there and they want to add, they want to tell stories. There's the artists who, yeah. you know, they, they're able to do their project because they use these big people on the off season, you know. Mm-hmm. So it just it creates this environment of creativity and and um, 
and everybody profiting from it. You know, maybe maybe some people aren't working on the huge films, but they're they're still benefiting from having them here. Right. I mean, it also goes into like the the local businesses are benefiting from it. Oh, whether, yeah. whether whether the people from the from the film crews and everything are coming, they're spending money at the restaurants, they're buying stuff in the stores. Mm-hmm. They're just contributing to the whole entire economy and tourism. You know? And tourism, yeah, because that's a big, you know, oh, that movie's being filmed here, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, how many people have come up to me and told me, like, they watch Hawaii Five-O just so they can have a taste of Hawaii. Right. You know, they come to Hawaii just because they love the show. Yeah. You know, and um, it just, it, it does, it affects, it affects everything. Yeah, so explain, because I don't know if people know how the whole entire Hawaii film industry works, but uh, a film's going to be filmed here. What are they bringing here and what are they getting here? Like, they, who are they bringing to Hawaii? And um, then who here is getting involved? Because, obviously, because of the union thing with the how the film works here, they have to hire a certain amount of people from locally. How does all that work? Because they're just not coming here, not investing in any of the people that work here, and then split. How does that, how does that work? Do you, uh, do you know? Yeah, so a lot of the bigger films... Um a lot of the above. like a Jurassic Park, let's say. Yeah, so let's well, let's use Jumanji for okay, example because I worked closer okay, with okay, Jumanji. Okay. So when they come over, you know, they have to set up an office. They're renting out an right. office space. Okay. Um, they're hiring for like Jumanji. My first job on that was setting up their offices. They just said, "Hey, we, we need you. Can you move a bunch of stuff and whatever?" So I'm setting up that. They're um, they have their main key people from LA in place. But after that, they're hiring local um, production supervisor. They're, you okay. know, all the grips, all the lighting people. All the all extras. The, yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. Like, you know, the main actors they're bringing from L.A., right. you know, but the, then they have minor roles and stuff like that. That they the fill lo- in locally. They fill in locally. Okay. Extras, all this stuff. and Lighting, camera. A lot yeah, of crew, this, yeah. you know. Camera, camera. Um, that's split. Sometimes split, they okay. bring everybody from L.A. Sometimes they, they have part local crew part la okay. crew um, do they rent a lot of the equipment locally yeah like trucks and stuff right a lot, a lot of trucks that they yeah. use they rent locally landscaping lot. companies that bring in plants it, and all these other mm-hmm, things and huge i've yeah. seen that stuff before yeah the greens yeah. and everything yeah. um uh, sometimes they bring their own equipment sometimes catering they rent. catering companies for food they're oh, brought yeah. into this to the uh film crews and everything mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah see so that's a lot so this is good for hawaii oh yeah i mean i don't think there's yeah it's, it's there's not that many negatives that you could say okay so yeah. let so let's get into explain what is going on with the state's tax credit for filming in hawaii and how it will affect hawaii and its people because i just played a um after break, I just played a video of the uh, film industry and uh, about the tax credits and everything. Let's kind of talk about that. What What is going on with this whole thing with the tax credits right now? And and, and how can it affect Hawaii? Because there's kind of a situation going on right now. Yeah, so the situation, I mean, they, they tried to put a $35 million um, tax cap. Um, and that happened this year in 2019. Yeah. And, um, you know, without an incentive... You know, we talked about Georgia and stuff and all these other, there's other states. That, Boston and things like that. Yeah, we've had problems. Boston, yeah. they've had problems. And, um, you know, without these incentives, half these films would be going to other countries. You yeah. know, would be going to um, Puerto Rico or Costa Rica or, um, you know, Canada yeah. to Australia, you yeah. know, all these other places that are that are cheaper for producers to make the movie. Yeah. Um, so without these incentives, like half the films that were filmed here wouldn't be wouldn't be here wouldn't at all. Wouldn't filmed here. Yeah, and not Netflix at all. certainly wouldn't be filming here. Oh yeah, <laughs> they, they were like, get the hell out of here. We don't have the money to do that. Yeah. So um, you know, before like 
there was there was no limit on the amount of money. So the way tax credits work, you spend you spend this a certain much? amount. Yeah, let's, so let's say you spend a million dollars, you can get um, so in Hawaii, you spend a million dollars, you get twenty percent of what you spend in re refunded in tax credits. Cool. If you film on Kauai and other islands, then you get twenty five percent. All right. Yeah. It's a little harder to go over to those islands with your crew. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. So you get a little more back. So yeah, you get a little more back, and you know, Hawaii's industry is you know it's trying to push um, support of all the islands, not just filming on Oahu. Good. Good. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it was thirty-five million. They want to put a cap on thirty-five million. Yeah. So if you were to spend two, three hundred million dollars on a movie, you're, you're only gonna be you're capped only, at thirty-five. Exactly. That's gonna tell somebody. You know what? Forget that. And exactly. Or if you have, um, say, you have all this money, um, or the, this the tax credit is up to thirty-five million dollars. Well, you have Hawaii Five-O taking up all that. You yeah. Know? Okay. You know, there's all politics and that. So they use up all the tax credit. Now there's none left for the films, and the films are gonna be like, oh well, you know, we got to go somewhere else because Hawaii is not the place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what is currently going on with this bill right now? Uh, I think you had just got an email in at break. What's the deal? What do we? What, what's going on with the bill right now? Well, where where we're at right now? Um, I guess where where would I start with where they're at? The um, you know, the bill passed the the House and Finance Committee. Okay. That was the big. That was the first big step. Okay. Um, now the bill has to go um, through the House and the Senate. Okay. And so next week is when they're doing this this final process, this final vote on everything, basically deciding whether there will be a cap or not. Or no cap. Yeah. Or or in a certain amount. Or a certain amount. A hundred million. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what they they come up with. And, yeah. Um, you know, people are just you know we're we're emailing, we're sending letters, we're um, calling our representatives and and just kind of really putting it out there and just be like, hey, look, we we are real people that that really live here and um and are relying on this industry. Yeah, mm -hmm. I I would assume that if they end up sticking with the thirty five million dollar cap, it uh it'll do several things. More people will have to leave Hawaii that are locally, or they'll probably have to get other jobs. And then more like the, uh, the film industry will, will be a, a part-time job for them. Even They I mean, won't be able to survive. Yeah, even me, for example, like I, I had to, I was thinking, you know, I have to move. I have to get to L.A. because there's not enough opportunities right here now. And um, and we don't want that. I wanna, no, uh, you know, I we wanna, don't want to see you go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, how, so at your, so the way you're at right now, how much time are you spending here? A month. I mean, are you are you are you planning on leaving again anytime soon? Yeah. So um, so I, I've just been I'm just been home for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, I'll be back in LA, um, but I'll be back in June. I have you know I still have been keeping my contacts here because okay. because Hawaii is it's doing good. You know, yeah, yeah. there's um, this is this is home for me and this is mm -hmm. where this is where I've grown myself in the industry, but. You know, I have to be, I have to, in this time right now, I have to be in other places and, and kind of trying all the different avenues of, yeah. of, of accomplishing the, my goals. So you got a place in LA right now that you're kind of hungering down in, a friend's place or something? Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, just staying with friends and um, kind of bouncing around a little bit. Man, yeah, you're a drifter, bro. It's the life, man. <laughs> you got to do it. So you'll be here about how long before you um, head out? Uh, one more week. One more yeah. week and then you go back to LA. Yeah, exactly. And then you'll be back in June. Yeah, exactly. So I'll spend um, May over there, um, and then I'll come back in early June. All right. And uh, we'll see what happens after that. Maybe you'll come back in here again. Yeah, maybe we'll see what happens. For ha part three. See if I got some, um, some new information. Uh, some new information <laughs> for you. <laughs> okay, Wes, thank you so much for coming in again. 
absolutely, shooting, man. Shooting story with us. Oh, it's been great. All right. Don't forget, August 2nd is when Hobbs and Shaw comes out. Oh, yes, August 2nd. Yeah, Fast So psyched about that, man. Yeah, that's one you got to see in theaters. Yeah, man, totally. Yeah, I am going to go see that in theaters, for sure. Awesome. Okay, as you know, we all end up with shoots here. You ready? Shoots. All right. Aloha. Aloha. Aya! I don't care how you look at it, it's still aloha. Be pono. Be righteous.
we're about to say You see we're on a mission Trying to find a way If you and me Make a guarantee To spread a little aloha Around the world And I know we We can work it out And make this world A better place Ah uh-huh. 